Microphone check one two, microphone check one two. This is your boy, J.A. Guy, and this is the podcast, Fall Down 7, Get Up 8. So we are here once again, ladies and gentlemen, to do another podcast of Fall Down 7, Get Up 8. And today's topic is going to be the Karen that got me out the building. All right, so let's go ahead and let's start breaking this thing down, man. Um, You guys all know that I am a dean with a high school. I've been at this high school now for about four years. So in my four years time, you know, I have moved up the ladder from being a restorative justice coordinator to a teacher, um, taught through the pandemic, and now I'm a, you know, I'm a dean. I also, you know, taught in the classroom last year and everything else like that. It is not a perfect job. Um, it is not a perfect school. We do not have perfect people that work there. However, um, this is probably the closest that I've ever been when it talks about a perfect situation, perfect job, a really, really fantastic school. So I am super duper happy with my situation at that school. Is being a dean hard? Yes, absolutely. Um, do I have my days where I want to quit? Absolutely. Have I had a perfect year? Absolutely not. There have been um, three situations, which um, actually two situations before this one that came up this year where I really felt like, you know, I'm, I'm just losing it. I think that everybody knew goes through an imposter syndrome. I kind of went through that early in the year. The first thing that came up during this school year was a situation with uh, this Karen co-worker of mine. I'm going to just refer to her as my Karen co-worker. I was having a moment, very stressed out. It had been a super busy day. A lot of things had gone on and I was kind of sitting there fussing and cussing, talking to myself. Um, Student happened to be near me, very trusted student, very um, mature um, student. And she was kind of hearing these things and I was fussing and cussing about my coworker, my Karen ass coworker. Lo and behold, the Karen ass coworker was snooping on me and my conversation. She comes back around this corner and she fusses me out about, you know, you're being totally unprofessional and you should not say things like that um, in our students' presence and this and that, all that. She was absolutely correct. I did apologize. You know, she ended up going to um, our supervisor, letting him know we had a conversation. It was done, but at that point in time, I knew I was like, oh, okay, I can't trust this motherfucker because you like to sit around and be sneaky and do little sneaky shit like, you know, listen to a conversation when it's not your conversation to listen in on. So that was a situation that happened with that. The second situation happened with um, the principal of the school, okay? And it was a situation where I had talked to a couple of teachers. It was a Friday. And then Friday, we do a huddle for all of our teachers. And our principal has a way of motivating people through sometimes like tearing them down. So I don't I wasn't there for the huddle. However, it was a situation where many of our teachers came out of that huddle feeling like crap, feeling like they weren't doing the job, feeling like they were feeling very inadequate, 
feeling like they probably shouldn't even be teaching anymore. You know, and kind of be able to give that message to people on a Friday, I felt like was totally inappropriate and not um, not kind of like building your people up in a leadership position, right? So what I did is, you know, I, I did the, I did the really petty thing, and it was super petty because I had already been in my emotions. It had been a hard week. It was one of those things where I was like, I'm not, I don't want to tear anybody down anymore, you know. And I made a couple of social media posts that Friday, um, and then by the time the money had caught around, somebody um, at the school who had, you know, followed me on um, social media. Um, Word and ended up getting back to her in any case, right? So we had a conversation about that. I think it was probably one of our students, um, which it is what it is, but you know, it probably started off with the staff member. They did whatever little investigation or whatever, um, you know, and it came back to the principal. So she fussed me out about that. And you know what? She was totally within her bounds and uh, job description and being my boss and all that to do that. I was, I was wrong in that. I probably should have just gone to her, not probably, I should have gone to her and let her know how I was feeling, what the situation was and things like that. Still wouldn't have agreed with the way that she did things, but that is the way that she is gonna do things. That is her mode and her method. And as a principal, you know what? I have to be able to be okay with that. I still think that she does that to a certain extent and it's frustrating. Mind you, my principal is also a white woman. I would not put her in a Karen category, but I would also put her in a category of, and this, this may sound super sexist, okay? And I don't, I don't want it to come off like that, but from my perspective as a black male, dealing with white women who are in charge, there are certain dynamics that do not line up very well with society the day that we have them, the way that we have them right now so in any case um what i'm what i'm trying to say is that like i feel like women at certain points try and like express their power in such a manner that it is um it's very detrimental just to the whole team you know and i feel like you know when you drop the hammer really really hard and i think that you know it goes for women it goes for men i just think that leaders in general when you really drop the hammer or you squeeze your message so hard, right? That it's, it's kind of like having some putty. Anybody ever had like putty in their hand or like that slime and you squeeze that slime so hard that it starts to kind of seep out through in between your fingers. And that what you're trying to hold so hard onto, you end up losing anyway because you're squeezing so damn hard. I, I hope that example kind of lands. In any case, the situation with that happened um, this past week. So this past week we were, um, I wanna say this happened, oh God, like Tuesday or Wednesday, I wanna say that it was, where we were hit with the situation, um, you know, some girls were getting ready to, we got we got word the girls were gonna fight, um, and you know that girls are beefing and I mean we've been dealing with girl drama and beef and social media and them wanting to fight or them fighting we've been dealing with this shenanigans all year long I will be clear we've been dealing with this shenanigans all year long we're in April 
Okay, we are in April. We're at the end of April. And so for this kind of shenanigans, it's kind of like it's part for the course. So we were kind of, you know, doing the interviews and calling kids down and getting statements and everything else like that that we do for our um, investigations and stuff like that. Uh, we had been doing that all morning. We had gotten to a point where we knew kind of who the um, perpetrators were, what they were saying, what they were doing, and things like that. Because one of the perpetrators happens to be a habitual um, skipper, it was really hard to catch up with this child because I'm, I, and I personally went to her math class and she was supposed to be in her math class. She wasn't there, you know, and this was early in the day. Midway, um, actually, I guess midway through the first part of the morning before lunch, we had another student who's, you know, a very high risk student at this point. He's had some behaviors um, that can be pretty dangerous to the school, right? And so we want to make sure that we're kind of keeping tabs on him. This kiddo um, runs away from us and, you know, is kind of running throughout the building and we're trying to kind of keep tabs on him. We end up getting the kiddo and having him sit in the office. Once, you know, he's caught, he usually stays there, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. Like he has a, a tendency to leave whatever area he's supposed to be on. Now he's on the floor where my Karen ass coworker is also working. Our systems are set up to where if, if you're a, a behavior interventionist, you have a certain floor to be responsible for. We have our basement floor, our main floor, where like the office is, and then we have our top floor. Um, so that's the thing with the way that our floors are set up. Now mind you, I want, I'm kind of thinking that this BI is, is really my Karen-ass coworker who was a BI. I'm thinking that this individual is you know, keeping, not necessarily keeping strong tabs on this kid, but keeping enough tabs on this kid to where he's not going to run off. That's one situation that we're dealing with, along with our investigation for the girls, right? Another situation happens to jump off that morning um, or that afternoon, uh, late mid-morning as well, which is we had two boys who were uh, fighting in the bathroom. At, at the beginning point, we didn't know whether it was a real fight um, a uh, play fighting. We just know it was a bunch of boys, probably, I don't know, between 7 and 12 boys who were in the bathroom who were witnesses to this uh, this thing. And so we try to figure out, hey, are y'all really beefing? Are y'all just play fighting? Like, you know, kids are going to do certain things. And I'm not going to say that it's just boys because I know that middle school children have had this kind of issue as well, where have this issue as well where two girls will go into a bathroom and then they'll be fighting and doing whatever. You know, maybe videoing it and putting it on social media. Whatever. So in any case, we catch up with both of the boys. Um, actually, my my boss catches up uh, with one of the boys and then gets to statement and, you know, he lets us know, hey, uh, they were play fighting, they're gonna do a two-hour restorative down in the office. So this is fine. So I have these two boys down there in the office, right? We have um, our other kid who likes to wander and is a actual, I feel like an actual kind of danger to the school when he starts to do his thing. And then we also have this girl situation that we're starting to wrap up. I had already at this point made contact with one of the girl's parents who happens, who looked like she was the main perpetrator 
of causing this situation to start kind of blow up. And I had contacted mom. Mom was going to come in at 4, either 4.30 or 4.45, like right after school, right? So that situation um, is there. But, it, you know, these kind of situations we're trying to kind of tie up and things like that. Mind you, at the time I didn't know this, but my Karen-ass co-worker is still trying to pull kids about this girl's situation. Or kids are coming up to her about this girl's situation and, and she's still trying to do the investigation and all of these kind of things, right? So, um, as I'm walking around and I'm, I'm actually um, going up to check on uh, one of the girls, uh, one of my senior boys come up to me and he's, you know, all very flush and he's like, yo, uh, yo man, yo man, I gotta, I gotta talk to you, I gotta talk to you. And he's like, you know, he's like, hey, I don't know if you heard about this situation um, from the gym teacher, you know, that uh, me and uh, me and such and such were, you know, we were messing around and, and you know, we were kind of play fighting and, and slap boxing and, you know, like he fell down and he busted his head. And I was like, yo, like what, huh? You know, I was like, is, is he good? And he's like, yeah, he's okay and, and everything else like that. Um, and he's like, well, I don't really want to get in trouble about this and this and that. And come on, man, you know, you got to, you know, so he's trying to like plead his case. I don't exactly know exactly what's going on, but I know that it's going to come across my desk eventually before the end of the day. Okay. So this is one more thing that is now on my plate that I, my radar is up on. Right. But I'm trying to get some more information to see one, is this teacher going to report it to us? And then two, what kind of follow-up needs to happen? Shortly after he uh, messages, uh, he he tells me this, I get a message from the gym teacher. We all get a message in, in our culture department from this gym teacher that, hey, um, you know, these two boys were fighting. I don't know if it was like play fighting or whatever, but one of the boys uh, fell down and hit the back of his head and was bleeding, or hit the front of his head and was bleeding. Um, he's at the nurse, Dr. Dabo, so I was like, okay, there's, there's that. So, as I'm still running around, you know, behind the girl situation, checking in with my boys, other little situations are popping up. You know, this kid needs to get escorted to the restroom. Um, this other kid is acting out in class. I need a little bit of assistance here, there. You know, we're like a, we're a five-person team. But it felt like, you know, a lot was really, really going on. And a lot was going on. So as I'm getting this message, I'm, I'm also looking for the boy who was in this fighting situation with this senior. Find out it's another senior boy. Uh, I talked to him. I'm, you know, kind of asking him, hey, will y'all play fighting? Was this real? And I'm trying to get a bead on that because I'm trying to kind of figure out, like, hey, is this like a real situation where y'all were actually fighting or was y'all just play fighting? And then it kind of went too far. I got the impression from him that they were play fighting and the play fighting just went too far. And I'm like, all right, fine, cool. I need you to write a statement. So I catch him on the main floor going down to the basement. We have this conversation down, going down to the basement. I give him some paper and um, he writes a statement. Mind you, as I'm going back and forth and up and down all these floors, I very rarely see my Karen-ass co-worker. I don't even know where she is, right? But I'm like, hey, I'm trusting you enough to be like, you're doing whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing. 
or what, whatever, right? So I end up coming back upstairs because I need to get the other boy because I need to see them interact together to see whether or not, hey, is this like a real thing? Because both of you guys are saying we were play fighting, but I also need to see you guys interact together so that I know that you guys are play fighting. You know, because if y'all are good together, then it's good. But if y'all are kind of looking at each other and somebody's giving somebody the stank eye, then it's not really good. Or somebody looks like they, they don't feel safe in that situation, then yeah, I want to I wanna do more about it. End up going back upstairs. And the original boy who came up to me and told me about the situation um, was there with one of our assistant principals. And I walk up to them. They're having a conversation. Um, this is like right outside our library. And um, the young man is, is kind of pleading his case because he's like, I don't want to write a statement. You know, why do I need to write a statement? And she's saying, hey, I need you to write this statement. Dot, 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 dot. I had already ran to this young man, I don't know, maybe an hour or so beforehand. So I'm standing there waiting for an entry into their conversation so that I can influence this kid to go ahead and just write the statement. You've already told me about it. I'm aware about it. Let's just get it done so that we can have the paperwork part of this done. Now, as I'm standing there, my Karen-ass co-worker comes up to me and is like, comes and just stands right next to me. You know, kind of like a kid who's like, Hey mom, 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 hey mom. She doesn't necessarily say that, but her body language is giving off that kind of, hey, this is an emergency kind of energy, right? She's giving off this, this, this feeling of, hey, this is like an emergency. And I'm dealing with the situation or I'm trying to handle the situation where I know that a kid was hurt, right? Parents had been, I thought parents had been contacted, wasn't 100% sure, but I also knew other parents needed to be contacted. We're reaching the end of the day. I also have my two other boys um, who, are, who are play fighting earlier in the day, also in the office, right? So I have all these these things going on, and, she's, and then I have this, this, hey mom, hey mom, hey mom, hey mom, Karen ass co-worker right next to me. So I'm irritated. And I'm, I'm very irritated because I can't really get my chance to have this conversation with this kid and this other assistant principal because this Karen ass co-worker, you know, is, is got some information. So I was like, Karen, what? You know, she hands me like this paper and it's a statement from two girls about the girl situation from earlier in the day. Now, one thing that we, one of our, our, our like kind of like policies about the way that we do things is that when a kid has to make a statement, you, se- you, you take their phone, you separate them from everybody else. If they come to you in a pair, then you separate the pair. If they come in thirds and you separate all three of them, either in one room or something like that, right? She came out of the library. I'm looking at this this one piece of paper, and the first thing that I notice is that she has two names, both the girls' names, on one piece of paper. So I look at her and I'm like, "What is this?" She's like, "That's their statement." I was just kind of like, "We've already gone over this. Like, why do, why is both of their names on one statement?" She was like, "Well, they were both in the um, in the library, and you know, like 
me and the, the AP, we were like kind of monitoring, you know, and so that they wrote their statement. I'm just kind of like, this isn't going to fly. So between her, hey mom, hey mom, hey mom, kind of um, body language and truly interrupting me for something that is not, um, not immediately needed to be addressed. I, I kind of lose my shit. I throw up my hands and I, I, I just walk away. I just walk away. Okay, I go back downstairs. Um, I talk to um, the two boys who were in there for play fighting. Uh, dismiss them. My other kid who I had sent down with the second play fighting incident, he's already gone. I have his statement. I looked over his statement. His statement is, hey, we were play fighting, da 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 So I'm like, okay, like whatever. And I sit down at my desk. Because I'm like, okay, you know what? At this point in time, just just take five. Just take five. And so the Karen co-worker comes into the office. You know? And she's like, you know, can we talk about, you know, this situation, this and that? And I was just kind of like, yes, Karen, we can talk about it. I have seven different situations going on right now. Okay? Somewhat exaggerating, but I mean, there's a lot of situations. And I'm like, at this point in time, I've already connected with mom. I already have a parent meeting for, you know, this child with this girl situation. I already, I'm already on top of all of this stuff. So you trying to bring me more information about this situation is kind of frustrating because it's already like in the, in the midst of being handled. This is not new information that you've gathered. You know, and I could kind of tell like she's kind of feeling put off. And she was like, well, I was also helping with the uh, the other boys' situation, you know, with the boys' play fighting and, and all of that. And I'm just kind of like, our breakdown, the thing that I'm, I'm frustrated about is that the way that you approached me, and we're, we're both standing up at this point, and we're having this conversation in the office. I was like, the way that you approached me and the way that you stood there made me feel very uncomfortable in that, in that time. And I took a step toward her, and I was like, when, when you did that and you just stood there and as I took that step and I stood my ground there I could kind of see her shrink alright so then I immediately just kind of backed off and I was like you see how that made you feel that's the exact same way that you just got through making me feel in that situation and so she kind of looked at me she was like I got it I got it and left the room I hear you I hear you those are her exact words I hear you and she turned around and she bolts. And so at that point, I'm, I'm also feeling like, you know what? Now we got another issue. Now I have another issue. Um, because I know the way that I made her feel was the exact same way that she made me feel, but in a different light. Okay? It was a piss poor example in this kind of situation but I don't feel that I was wrong because I wasn't trying to physically threaten her. I was giving her an example of the way that she made me feel. Long story short, she, um, she ends up, of course, going to my boss and telling him about the situation. Me and my boss have a, a, a conversation about it. And, you know, that's like it is what it is on that. He's like, you know, you shouldn't have done that, this and that. And I was like, yeah, she also should not have done that. We've had conversations that 
her situations always are like really high level situations and most of the times like they're not you know so he was like well we have to have you know restorative conversation this and that boop, boop. Um, I want to say because this was the end of the day we did not really get a chance to like have a restorative conversation or anything else like that the next day when I, I come in um, you know I, I was uh, bell it rang I go into the office she's there she immediately like sees my presence and then bolts. Doesn't say hi, doesn't say good morning, doesn't say fuck you, doesn't say a word to me. Extremely passive aggressive, right? Um, so, you know, we have not yet had, had any kind of conversation, but she's just being, you know, very, very kind of passive aggressive and things like that. Um, when we do get to sit down with both of our boss, um, you know, she is very belligerent toward me. She is very hostile toward me. I also have the body language of like I don't I don't care about this situation. My body language is like very much of I don't want to hear this shit. This is like the second time that you've done this. So my body language is also saying, you know what, man, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to hear this. So we have this this situation. And so this conversation that we're having is supposed to be like a restorative conversation where we both hear each other's sides um, because my body language is, is saying, you know what, I, I don't need to apologize for this. I have, I have admitted to the fact of, hey, the example that I gave in our proximity was a bad example, okay, of me explaining to you how I feel. However, the whole conversation goes south. She is... She is her terminology and her use of words made me feel like you know what I'm just a big black nigger that needs to stay in his fucking place and hear everything that she has and, and kowtow to every single thing that she needs. And I I retaliated verbally and was like I'm not I'm not doing this with you like I'm not we talked over each other it was more of an argument than it was a conversation. And one of the last things I remember her saying is, you need to take ownership. You need, you need to take accountability. You need to take accountability. You're not taking accountability. And me as a dean, and her as a BI, I felt like my authority was, was stepped all over. And it wasn't respected. And I was very much done at that point. I was also somewhat happy that she reacted the way that she did in front of both of our boss. He understands and he knows this individual very well. He's in charge of coaching her. So he's like, hey, we're going to table this conversation. We're going to get the principal involved. And so I was like, okay, fine. Like, whatever. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, J.A. Guy. And that was part one of the Karen who got me out the building. Part two is ready for your listening pleasure. So go ahead and click that link and get tuned in to part two.